0: Welcome to Hatchet, the digital asset marketplace for internet entrepreneurs. I'm Elizabeth Wilcox. Here today we are speaking with Jacqueline Rogers, CEO of Green Top Gifts. Jacqueline founded the niche e-commerce store in 2016 after having begun making Christmas products with more inclusive and diverse representations of race and culture. Green Top Gifts has been featured on NBC News, People Magazine, Oh, the Oprah Magazine, and many others. Welcome, Jacqueline. Thanks for having me. So we're both kind of talking to each other remotely still. It's, it's COVID right now. I would love to start with kind of where you are right now and, and how the pandemics affected you um, with respect to your business. Has it been sort of a help to your business or um, have you had to pivot or shift at all?
1: Well, I'll say 2020 has been our most successful year um, in spite of you know COVID and how it's affected everyone and people's health and families. I don't want to make light of that. But for our business, it definitely has been our most successful and profitable year. Um, and I think I would attribute most of that to the fact that I quit my job in February of 2020 and started working on the business full time. Um, but we definitely have made some pivots along the way and adjusted um, the way we go about marketing products and shipping products. So I definitely say we pivoted in the past year for sure.
0: And what what exactly uh, is your focus right now with respect to your business?
1: Our focus right now is scaling and growing our audience. Um, We definitely wanna get into some larger mass retailers. So working on some of those conversations and discussions now and making sure just that our operations are streamlined to handle that type of growth. Um, So those are kind of our main focuses at the moment.
0: And you um, you began after the birth of your was it your son, at age yes. two, and, and you decided that um, you should start to make or could start to make
1: Christmas gifts. Is that is that how it began? So growing up, my mom was like crazy Christmas holiday. She celebrated everything. There were Christmas trees in every corner of our house. She painted angels and figurines to look brown like our family, and so that was like kind of a lot of the inspiration behind green top gifts. So when I had my son. I knew that I wanted him to see images that looked like him in Christmas, too, because my mom really did a lot of that, and the products just weren't there. So I decided that I was going to make my own wrapping paper to wrap his gifts with a black Santa Claus. And my husband kind of chuckled at me, and it kind of started as just something I wanted for him, and it grew into a business, and there was like a void in the market, and other moms wanted it. So it definitely started as like a passion project for my son but turned into a company for sure.
0: And was it an online business from the start?
1: Yes, we started on e-commerce, and we have a few small independent um, retailers that we partner with now to sell our products in, but we're mostly e-commerce.
0: Um, and, and so how did you initially sort of market?
1: So we started with a, kind of an about us video that kind of told the story and showed me like looking in stores and cutting the sample paper and filling papers and it kind of just told an awesome story i can't take a lot of credit for that video doing so well i have a sorority sister who is like an emmy award-winning editor and works in the news and so she shot the video for us and edited it. And I think she's a great storyteller. And so she really was pivotal in, I think, packaging it just right. And so we posted it on Facebook and we posted it on Instagram. I don't want to say it went viral, but it got a lot of views and people shared it and people really connected with, you know, that want for their children to see representation, um, and that memories of like Christmas. And so from there, I think it just kind of took off and the orders started to come in. So I would say most of our marketing was through digital ads on social media.
0: Hmm. And I've I've seen that you've got a fair amount of media and press, did that generate some press? And and, and if so, I would imagine that would have been kind of instrumental in, in gaining some traction
1: definitely i would say we've had a slow and steady pace for that um year one we picked up some local press um and then year two we got featured in oprah magazine um in gail's section of like the products and things that she loved and so when you're featured in oprah magazine that kind of helps pick up other media outlets um and then nbc news the first year picked up our our product and did like an online piece and that is when like my phone was pinging and I was like, oh, people want this. Um, And then from there we've gotten, you know, this past year, um, Beyonce had a women-owned grant that she did and we we were recipients of that and Visa and iPhone women. And so um, we had some really great partnerships and grants and that have really helped um, give our business a spotlight for sure. So, did you have a, a PR person
0: um, working for you? I mean, how, how did these people even find out about you through this
1: video? So, through the video, and then I had another sorority sister that works in PR full time, and she kind of did, we were her pet project. So, she kind of did some, some work for us for free and, you know, wrote some press releases for us and sent them out and helped us get some um, interviews and press early on. And then last year, no, two years ago, we hired um, like a full PR agency to help us with pitching and getting in gift guides. But um, it's kind of, they've all kind of, I would say snowballed onto each other and and been really um, great wins. And Clarence has been to Oprah's house during Christmas. I've never been to Hawaii to her house, but he has. (laughs) Clarence is a weird son. Uh, Clarence is the Cl- Clarence Claus is the paper, oh, Clarence right? Claus oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's the the character we call him So uh, some of the sweatshirts Gail and um, Ava Dune And Oprah's family members Were wearing wow. them for Christmas So we got to see it on social media So it's pretty cool
0: So it sounds like in the early stages, your your network was really important to you when you were building your business.
1: I would say we definitely rely heavily on our network. Um, My background is um, CPG. I worked in sales, and my. undergrad degree was in business marketing, so I would say a mix of using the skills that I had in corporate and then really using our network. Um, My husband and I both went to historically black colleges, and so we relied heavily on our HBCU network and reached out to friends that worked in fields that we thought aligned with things that could help us with the business. So, um, you know, like two of my sorority sisters that both work PR and one that worked in video and... We relied heavily on going to Historically Black Colleges' homecomings and passing out flyers in October about our product that was coming in December Ooh. and we wore Christmas shirts in October. So if you were at a tailgate, you see somebody in a Christmas t-shirt, you're like, what the heck? Um, so we really lot, relied on that market because it was, it was our core demographic, it was, it was at these homecomings and football games. And so we passed out buttons and stickers and flyers to kind of generate a buzz. So we definitely rely heavily on our, our networks, which I think is something at first is kind of a scary thing to ask. Um, but I've got more comfortable with asking.
0: Yeah, interesting. And so it was really in initial stages a lot of grassroots marketing. I mean, it was sort of, I, you know, for lack of a better word, sort of guerrilla marketing. You know, getting on the ground and saying, wearing your you know Christmas shirt in October, and so people kind of look at you, giving them a flyer, showing them samples, and and then growing from there.
1: Yes, there was no big marketing budget. We were on our shoestring budget for sure, so we started.
0: And so you you say we a lot. Who is the we and who was the we originally and who is the we now in terms of your business?
1: Okay. So when we started, it was my husband and I kind of co-founded. So he, you know, is a finance background and I have a marketing and sales. And so I think we're a good balance for each other because whereas I'm all creative and excited about everything, he's strictly like, what is the return on this? And does this make sense financially? So we balance each other out a lot. Um, and then from there, we had a friend that helped us with PR, and now our team has kind of grown and expanded. So we have a social media coordinator that kind of manages our community online. Um, we have two graphic designers and illustrators that help us creating new products that we're working on. Um, and we also have person that manages our PR and then our warehouse that manages all of our fulfillment orders. So, um, we definitely have grown from the two of us packing orders in our garage to now having a team of people in a warehouse that pack orders for us. So those are, um, ways we scaled and been very thankful that I don't have to pack the boxes anymore.
0: <laughs> and are you just Christmas focused still, or have you expanded your kind of target sale time?
1: So we are launching some new items that we're super excited about in the next few weeks that are not just Christmas, so birthday, baby shower, and graduation. Um, and there's uh, a lot of moments and celebrations that still don't have a lot of diversity, and so we're expanding into like our, our society is multicultural, and I think kids want to see themselves if it's in hair textures and skin tones and facial features or freckles or gaps or braces. And there's a lot of kids that don't see that representation when they look on the shelves, and we want to provide that. So yeah we're expanding and i'm super excited about these new products yeah
0: sounds fantastic and so uh you mentioned we, we began and you were talking about the, the pivot right now so it sounds as if that that might be a part of the pivot but also in terms of how you're distributing is that is that a part of the pivot right now and and what other facets of your business have shifted over the last kind of 12 months
1: yes i would say the first things that way we pivot were we realized early on that the postal carriers, shipping carriers were experiencing delays. And so we tried to ramp up or move our launch of Christmas products up. So like our family pajamas that we sold in typically November, we moved those up to October to allow people to order early and to hope to kind of mitigate that delay that was coming with the shipping carriers. So I think that was kind of the first way we pivoted was just really marketing Christmas much earlier, a lot of retailers do that too. Um, and so that was kind of the first pivot. It, we also started to sell masks because we have to wear a mask or uh, we're encouraged to wear a mask, we should say. Um, and so we started selling masks with clearance claws on the face. And then we've been selling some since then that just kind of have green top gifts on them. Um, so it's another way and another product that we you know, thought consumers still needed. And it was a way to be festive with your mask. Um, and then since then we know that we want to gain a larger audience. So we're interested in retail. So looking at retailers and testing that out and looking at ways we can continue to scale our business. Um, and as far as like the birthday and the graduation of baby shower, that was kind of always on the plan. So I won't call that one a pivot, but that's just kind of new product innovation in our our products.
0: What's, did you, is this, when you first began this, so it sounds like you were working full time at when you first started the business. <laughs> So you'd be working in the evenings, and you had a two-year-old, obviously, at that time. Uh, How, well, how do you get that? (laughs) How could you have done that? I mean, your husband, sounds like your husband was working full-time.
1: It was so much fun, and I I felt like I had a battery in my back because I wanted the product so bad, and I was excited about it, that it didn't feel like work. It was fun. And so I literally would work, you know, I worked from home and then I'd travel to see customers with my day job. So I was traveling a lot and we have a great village that I can't not mention. So we have great support um, from our, my mom and my dad and my in-laws. So they were super helpful with helping us with our son. Um, but for most days I'd work eight to five, I'd get off work, Pick my kid up from daycare, and then we would, you know, do dinner. My husband would come home, we'd get him settled for bed. I'd spend a little time with my husband, and then we would. I would literally work until one or two some nights, three in the morning on the business, and respond to emails from manufacturers or from people during the day, and I take product Photoshop, uh, you know, take products of the photos of the product, um, upload those to the website, creating ads. So I kind of I did it all in the very beginning. But it sounds crazy when I say it now, but at the time, I just wanted it to happen and to see the end result that I was so focused on it. And then occasionally my husband would like tap me, like, please close your laptop and go to sleep. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, it was um, a lot of late nights and weekends for sure. Wow. And looking back at that
0: time, if you were to say the reason why I was able to get it from a startup that I worked on from five until one in the morning to where it is now. What would you say are some key factors in that?
1: Um, I think the passion for wanting it for my son, um, knowing that other moms wanted it. Um, I read this quote a long time ago about ideas have expiration dates. And so after hearing that, I knew like I wanted to get it done as soon as possible because I didn't want Someone else to get to market with something similar, or for it just to the time to pass and the interest to pass. And so, I was really adamant and determined to do it. Um, And I just felt like it it, it. There was a need for it, and I really wanted to see it through. So I think that was pretty much it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And how has it been working with your husband? I imagine that probably has challenges, and there must be some. I would think, some aspects or some principles that you integrate, i.e., you do this and I do that, or we don't talk about it at dinner, or you mentioned how your husband would say turn off the phone. Um, What would you recommend if one is starting a business with a spouse or a partner? Um, What are some takeaways?
1: So, first takeaway that I would say is communication and understanding when and how to communicate with your spouse if you run a business together. Um, I've known my husband for like almost 18 years. So we dated for a long time and then we, we've been married for 11. He'll probably say that I said that wrong, but I think it's love years. <laughs> and so because of that, we know each other pretty well, but I learned, I wake up at six or five when we get up and I want to discuss My list in my brain that I wrote down from the night before, I have like a list of things I want to discuss from accounting to marketing to a change we're going to make in shipping. And he doesn't want to talk at that time. He wants to talk at 11 p.m. at night when I'm ready to now go to sleep. And so we had to figure out, okay, these two times don't work because I'm exhausted and then you're just trying to brush your teeth. So we have to find a day, a time, During the middle of the day where we can kind of set a time. We we make appointments and schedule times, okay, this is what we want to sit down and these are things we want to talk about. Because we know that both of us are not engaged at the time, our prime times. And so I really found that to be super helpful. And then knowing there's sometimes we'll say, okay, we're going to dinner, but tonight we're, we're not going to talk business. We're going to just, we're going to pretend it doesn't exist and this is just going to be our family dinner. Um, and, you know, now we have a two-year-old and a six-year-old and our kids now will tell us, like, put your phone down. So they are part of that checking now and making sure that we're engaged in family time. But it can be difficult. I think that's the biggest thing and knowing okay his lane is more finance and I try not to interject with that I mean I might have questions or give my thoughts but we we know our lanes word and where to defer he's not going to tell me I think you should go yell yell yellow instead of teal like he's not going to go in my lane for that so it comes with time but communication first so
0: is he full-time on on this business as well or does he still have his day job he still
1: has his day job, so he does his day job. He uh, he, he checks in and, and wants to participate in certain parts of it now because his day job is super busy. Um, and you know, as our business is growing, I can't schedule a lot of things around his schedule. So there's a lot of it where it's kind of it's change, it's shifting and changing. So
0: for well, where, sure, what do you see in your perfect world? Where do you see this business ultimately going?
1: Uh, In the perfect world, I see this business growing into content and licensing and children knowing our characters and products um, when they're in stores or they see them on television and we become like a household entity of a Disney or a Hallmark. Um, That is like the ultimate goal for our brand. Um, I have so many ideas and products that I wanna create for kids that I think are missing. And so now it's just getting the capital and moving with speed to successfully launch them all. So yeah. So that sounds like
0: possibly a multimedia kind of business. Yes. Yes, interesting. So maybe radio and television and books and all sorts of things. Um, yes, I would think there is an opportunity right now, particularly with um, homeschooling and and parents really working with their children very intentionally. And given, as you say, the lack of diversity um, in representations of of America and who we are as a country. Um, that there would be an opportunity there have you have you um sort of noticed that at all with the, over the course of the last year in terms of what parents are asking for
1: for sure um I would definitely say, you know, we launched in 2016 and I've always as a parent been really intentional about the images that I show our children and the books that we buy and all of those things. I really want them to see, you know, diversity and and I think it's not just important for black and brown children. I think it's really important for all children to see that diversity, especially at a young age. And I think 2020 really George Floyd's death and just 2020 brought that to a forefront. His loss of life should have never happened, of course, and it's such a sad moment. Um, But I think out of that, there has been conversations, some more authentic than others, from companies and brands that are really trying to make change. And so I I, I definitely have seen a shift and a spike in our business from that, Um, and I think it will continue. I hope it continues.
0: Well, it's been really fascinating talking to you, and um, I, I can see and understand how your company is, has been such a success. I mean, what, an, what a need we have. Oh, I have one, actually, one last question for you. Was that green top just because of a Christmas tree, or was is there another story behind
1: that? There's another story. Uh, My grandfather had a restaurant bar in Hillsboro, North Carolina that was called Green Top. And it was at the time a place where African-Americans could go and drink and one of the only places kind of in the county at the time. And it was a source of celebration and I obviously could never go there. But I heard fond stories from my dad who shined shoes there as a kid and my dad's friends that talked about just memories from Green Top. And so it was kind of our family's first, you know, start entrepreneurship. So it's just a ode to that legacy.
0: Wow. What a great story. I love it. Well, I'm glad I asked. I'm happy you <laughs> did too. The, I saw the name. I thought, oh, maybe it's just because the Christmas tree, you know, the green top Christmas tree, but there's got to be more to it than that. <laughs> um, thank you so much for talking to me today. It's been fascinating and wish you the best of success, both as a business owner and as a mom and a wife and you've got a lot of hats um, and really amazing that you've sort of accomplished what you have already. So best of luck to you and thank you so much for talking today to us.
1: Thank you. Please visit the Hatchet Marketplace at hatchet.us to find other e-commerce related businesses of interest. Have a great day. Sell your site on hatchet.us.